0: welcome to the studio thank you for joining me for another episode of reverend tashi's talks it's a beautiful friday night in my part of the world and i trust that you are doing well today if this is your first time a very special welcome to you i'm your host reverend tashi campbell Remember, a good God can do great things in your life. (laughs) All right, wow. This is going to be an interesting talk tonight. So, are pastors being ministered unto? Are they suffering silently? Uh, And are they simply putting the best face out there? Are they on the verge of burnout? All this and more right here on Reverend Jackie's Talks. The focus of today's discussion is such an important one. We are talking about mental health, stress, struggles, and suicidal thoughts in the pulpit. And with me today are my co-host Wayne Plummer. And we also have a special guest who I'm not seeing yet, but I think he should be dropping by. So
1: when I see him, then I will introduce him to you. So hello, Wayne. How are you today? Hi, Reverend Tashi. I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I am doing very well. Well, I trust you're (laughs) keeping safe.
0: I try my best. I try my best. So this is is quite an interesting talk that we have lined up for our listeners today. And, uh, you know, we want to get right into the discussion. We're talking about mental health and the mental health of pastors. So, where do we even begin? Do you think that this is a concern, Wayne, Of, of, of that, that we should be concerned about the mental health of
1: pastors? Well, prior to you raising the subject, I, have, I hadn't given it any thought. But since you mentioned it as a subject, I have been doing some research, and especially in the United States of America, a couple of pastors have committed suicide.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And a couple of um, many pastors apparently one person said he was on a he was on a chat with some pastors and four out of ten if i'm not mistaken uh, admitted to having thoughts of suicide yeah so it appears to be a problem at least in the united states Uh, we don't have any statistics on pastors in jamaica but just like we have to take care of our physical health I would be surprised if um, some pastors in Jamaica also have issues with mental health.
0: Right, and I am and I am with you on that. And what I would like for us to do in the discussion is to even talk about maybe some of the things that we would have observed, because as we know, Jamaica right now is not as advanced in its record keeping and you know research data and so on as maybe other parts of the world, such as the United States. So usually when we're going to be looking at statistics, we tend to find, on certain areas that is, we tend to find statistics for, from the United States and other parts of the world. But let me just go right into a definition somewhat of what mental health is as we're talking about that. And then we can talk about what does it look like have we really observed anything in our pastors, uh, generally speaking, within the context, the Jamaican context, and you know maybe we can decide whether this really is a concern? Although I believe it is. So okay. this 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 definition or uh, clarification about what mental health is. Uh, is adapted from mentalhealth.gov. And at the most basic level, mental health refers to our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. So how we think, how we feel, and how we act are directly influenced by our mental health. Our mental health is the main actor in how we handle stress, how we relate to others, and how we make our choices as well. So we can see just from that little bit of explanation that mental health really is something that is important that we need to give attention to. You know, so the question I want to ask is what really what's going on with pastors? What would that look like if there are mental health concerns that we should be looking at or mental health issues that we should be concerned about? What are some of the symptoms maybe if there are any?
1: Well, um, the same, mentalhealth.gov, they say some of the early warning signs of mental health could be, well, I'm not sure you'd observe this in your past about um, eating or sleeping too much or too little, pulling away from people and usual activities, uh, Mm -hmm. feeling low or no energy, uh, Mm -hmm. yelling or fighting with family and friends, well, that's a private matter. <laughs> <laughs> Experiencing severe mood swings that cause problems in relationships. Mm-hmm. And this one might be a little difficult to discern in um in a Christian setting. Hearing voices or believing things that are not true.
2: Well, or thinking
1: uh-huh. or thinking of harming yourself or others. Okay, okay. Well,
0: believing things that are not true, it would be interesting to to hear where the author is coming from with that because I think I know quite a few pastors who might be in that category. <laughs> but let's not even get there. I would also want to add to that the whole matter of burnout. You know, some yeah. pastors are burnt out or on the verge of being burnt out. And that is also a mental health concern right there. And if there are prolonged periods of anxiety and worry, just any kind of mental stress, you know, and, and I think mm-hmm. it, it probably can be, we can pick up some of these things through conversation as well. So, you know, it is something that we would really have to, uh, give attention to and the fact is that in the pandemic the stress level of so many persons including pastors have gone way up through the roof yes you know and so we have to also give consideration to that that not because we are not uh, we, we don't have the data, that this is not a
1: real issue. Right. Because um, the definition of mental health, you see, um, we are socialized to believe that somebody is suffering from mental illness when they're walking the streets, uh, they're dirty, uh they're eating from rubbish bins and stuff like that. But the literature will tell you that even if you're suffering from depression, yes, anxiety. Uh, things that we, you know, people that say that they're just under the weather. If you're under the weather too often, it's possible that you may be having some psychological loss or mental issues that you really need to take in, get under control before it gets out of control. Right. That's true. And I want to share
0: something from LifeWay Research. According to this, this article was posted on the Baptist Press. And the title of the article is Pastors Face Mental Health Challenges Amid Pandemic. And this is what it says, just a small quote from it. Quote, a recent life research study also found pastors are experiencing some intensified pressure points connected with their congregation's needs. Among those, 26% of pastors reported worry over finances, 16% feel pressure over technological challenges, And 12% felt pressure offering pastoral care through a socially distanced format. Intensified stress is not unique to pastors as a recent poll, it says, conducted by Monmouth uh, University. They found that 55% of people said their stress levels have increased since the pandemic began. So this is a real issue, finances, technological challenges, and the social distancing as well.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so So it is something that we we have to really think carefully about to kind of talk about you know how can we offer hope to pastors who might be you know those in the pulpit and why is it so much more pressuring for the pastor than it is for maybe a regular member in the church how would you answer that question
1: well uh well, um, we're socialized um, and in Jamaica and in most uh, most societies. When whenever you have issues, the first person we tend to think of to call to talk to is a pastor. So oftentimes you find that pastors are always um, becoming the sounding board for others and one who's required to give advice to people in going through all sorts of situations. But when a pastor has issues, to whom does he turn? Oftentimes, um, the pastor has no one to turn to. And then if it's a really serious uh, mental health way, yes, Yes. and if it's a really serious mental health challenge, because of the stigma that is attached to mental health, um, mental illness, mental challenges, a pastor might not be inclined to seek assistance because, you know, um, we have been socialized to view pastors as, Spiritual pillars Mm -hmm. sometimes, um, it's we look at it that way. Sometimes, some pastors perhaps encourage that sort of um view. So, a pastor might some pastors might not be inclined to seek help either from a professional or even from a fellow pastor.
0: Do you think that there may be, well, I think that there may be trust issues, but also to the fact that maybe sometimes pastors feel that, you know, they're not spiritual enough. And how did they get there? Is it that the congregants place them on this pedestal and they have embraced it? Or is it that sometimes they portray themselves as being beyond this
1: kind of issue? I think it's a combination of both. Uh, sometimes pastors give the impression, whether intentionally or unintentionally, that they're, they're, they're spiritual giants. They have no challenges. They have everything under control. And sometimes it's the congregation, the membership, the church membership who ascribe those um, characteristics to the pastor. It's a combination of um, of both, I think.
0: Right. And so as we are talking about, I see some persons are in studio. You are free to place a message in the chat if you want to contribute to the discussion and we will read it and engage with you. You are listening in and we thank you so much for joining the RevTC Views podcast. You are listening to Reverend Tashi's talks and we're talking about mental health, stress, struggles and suicidal thoughts in the pulpit. In recent times, if you have been paying attention to the international media, we have been hearing more and more, since this year in particular, about pastors who have committed suicide. And the natural question is, how could a pastor commit suicide? Like, This is a pastor. You're supposed to be closer to God than anybody else. You know, what went wrong for you to commit suicide, to go all the way? And people don't just wake up one day and say, I'm going to kill myself. You know that this would have been a long battle in the mind, being depressed, being sad, probably even reaching out and giving hints rather than being explicit about what's going on. And sometimes they really don't seek any help. And so, you know, this is really, uh, an important discussion about, uh, you know, the mental health of pastors. And I see Lady Ren commenting in the chat. She says, sometimes if the stigma attached to it, they may be afraid to reveal to others what they may be faced with, especially if it is an issue that others may look down on. Thank you so much for that. And that is a
1: fact. Yeah, that's indeed true. Another um, another reason a pastor may not um, wish to seek assistance for having um, for mental health challenges is some people consider mental health challenges to be a personality weakness or a character flaw. Yes. So, uh, in in the in the Christian context, um, a pastor having depression issues or having suicidal thoughts, some Christians may want to look consider that perhaps he's not as spiritual enough, he's not right? In touch with God enough. Yes. And, and I he think needs, you yeah. mm-hmm. Yes, go ahead. And perhaps he needs to go back to the cross, he needs to get another <laughs> another baptism of the Holy Spirit. Something yes. working in him spiritually.
0: If, right you are so right and as i think you mentioned before too that when persons hear about mental health challenges they just think that this is madness insanity mm, yeah but but interestingly enough there are more persons there are more persons with mental health issues than we care to think Indeed. because some persons are actually living on medication to keep Straight <laughs> to you know to maintain a right mind, if I could put it that way.
1: That is so very true. Uh, recently, sometime this year or maybe towards last year, a psychiatrist estimated that four out of every ten Jamaicans are suffering from some form of mental health um, challenge. Four right, forty percent of the population um yeah. and they're not running around um dirty they're not um, eating from garbage bins they're not uh going around naked but they have challenges it could be depression it could be anxiety it could be anything schizophrenia a whole host of um mental health challenges and you're correct a lot of them um once they're on their medication they are able to function quite normally
0: Correct. I see Kenroy Moiston, if I'm getting that correct, he's put, placed a comment in the chat. He says, living a life that is unbalanced causes stress. And many pastors are living with a very stressful life. That is also true. You know, mm-hmm. that's a fact. And thank you for that, because it is important for us to to deal <laughs> with everything that we have in our lives and to try to balance. And I'll be mentioning something about balance in a few minutes. He says grief is classified as a mental health issue as well. And sometimes persons go through trauma and it is not properly handled. They don't go through the process in in a healthy way. And that speaks to their mental health condition prior to, but even during. So in other words, if grief is not dealt with, Grief that is as a result of some kind of trauma, if it is not dealt with, dealt with properly, that can also lead to other complications mentally, and so those are also uh, those those are challenges that need to be addressed as well. So as we continue in our discussion, though, before the pandemic, personal and spiritual self care habits were a necessity. Before the pandemic. And some pastors had good habits in place, while others did not. And what I believe is happening now is that the presence of the pandemic is exposing and amplifying the spiritual self-care habits, whether good or bad, that pastors had. So in other words, spiritual self-care habits are needed in the life of a pastor as regular practice. Good habits that is. And the mm-hmm. fact is some pastor if, if if before the pandemic pastors had good practice going on then you know they have to the everybody, whether you had good habits or not, have to do something a little bit more during the pandemic. but if if you but so those pastors who had the good habits established in their lives prior to the pandemic they will ride the storm a little bit better than those who didn't have anything at all and so and so this pandemic really is is almost like it's a it's something that has come to expose some of the issues that are there for pastors so the spiritual disciplines now more than ever, they are very important. So that's prayer, solitude, reflection, fasting, and that kind of thing. Those disciplines are very important. At this time, we have to get back to the cross.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But um, another thing, um, Reverend Tash is, um, you mentioned prayer, fasting, all those um, spiritual um, disciplines, extremely important for, um, for the pastor are totally essential because um that's what keeps the pastor on a level um, keel but what I realize is that some pastors when they realize that they have issues they they have a reluctance to seek let us say professional help that's right yeah um, some well some pastors and some christians may believe that professional help is not necessary you just need to pray fast and pray and if then if, if i understand fasting and praying and fasting and praying will take care of your mental health issues no i'm not one to underestimate god's ability to heal somebody a pastor any person for that matter of um, mental health challenges but is there anything wrong with Someone seeking professional help if they're faced with a mental health challenge a pastor for example
0: absolutely not there is nothing wrong and some persons are gifted they're a part of the kingdom too some persons are gifted in that way and they should they, they should there are persons out there who are willing to help we just need persons who can access our are willing to access persons and by I specifically mean pastors Mm. who are willing to access that kind of help and I want to pause to say welcome to Mr. Andre Bethune he has joined us this is our special guest and uh, welcome Andre hi thanks for having me great glad to have you on and let me just be quick about introducing you to our audience here you know, he is a 13-year-old single man who is an active member and leader in his local church, the Red Hills Baptist Church, and currently studying at the Jamaica Theological Seminary. And he says that his favorite scripture is uh, Isaiah 26, three. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And what a fitting scripture for the discussion tonight. Mm-hmm. So we are here talking about... Uh, mental health challenges of pastors and just for you to join in the conversation why is this an issue and why is it important for us to talk about it do you have any concerns about how pastors are operating within the jamaican context
2: i am certainly i have a deep concern as to what is happening um a few months ago the the question came to me and it came to me so profoundly which is why I've been giving it a lot of thoughts. The question is, who's ministering to the ministers, right? And um, I, 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 I thought about it in a general context, ministers, pastors, singers, musicians in general. But pastors, and I've been noticing and listening in news, looking at the stats, and I've realized that definitely something is going on here. And when you look at the stats, it is staggering as to the, um, the pastors who are committing suicide, who are going through some, some really, really tough challenge, and I'm saying, here is something that we should not overlook. The pastor who is a shepherd, but is also human. It's also human. Mm-hmm. It's just a few mom- uh, months ago, I, I was preaching, and I emphasize especially that never forget your humanity. It doesn't matter what title you have, it doesn't matter what you're called for, your humanity. Um, And it means that, though you're the pastor, you are human as well, and you need help. And, and, And my concern is so many pastors are, one, neglecting that they need help. And when it's too late, we are wondering, hey, why didn't you reach out? uh the flip side of it though is that now though many pastors i would say honestly they have set up yourself for this to happen because they have conceived themselves as not being able to go through any stress and they are always okay and they put on a face as a, as if everything's okay and the flip side of it is that, that the congregants are looking on and saying hey here is my invincible pastor Who's not going through anything, right? And so there, there are two sides to it, and it, it really adds to my concern each day.
0: Okay, thank you so much for for the the, the comment, and I and I totally agree with you in terms of. How pastors portray themselves and how congregants congregants see them. and so it is you know it's two sides to the issue that there really is uh, and and that's the truth. And so we also want to look at how do we offer hope to pastors who might really be going through mental health challenges what do we say to the pastor who feels like they want to give up pastors who feel discouraged pastors who just feel burdened, like a heavy burden is on them. And, you know, maybe they want to, to go, you know, what kind of advice can we really give to pastors to get themselves out of this mold of, uh, you know, uh, false perceptions and wrong impressions and really just to be real. And, and so that they can stay healthy or, or maintain their mental health
2: condition. Right. And it's the first thing I believe is that accepting that you need the help is where it all starts from. And mm-hmm. ref, that is where a lot of the issue is. Many pastors are not even willing to accept that, hey, I need help. And it seems much more easier to say, I'm alright, man. I'm fine. But the first step, accept that you need help. Now, there are many, there are many, and depends on the denomination you're at and um, in which you minister to. There are out there you have ways in which you're able to he- find help within the organization, counseling. Um, you know, you can find a close friend to speak to. You can, you can. The truth is that we're not journeying on this alone. Right. perhaps this is the mistake of many pastors, thinking that I'm the pastor now, so I'm the alone. And the truth is that reaching out for help is not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of weakness. It's actually mm-hmm. a sign of strength. That, and hey, true. I can fail to. I am going through things too. But I am reaching out. And and for and I am thinking that for many going forward, and if there are any pastors even listening right now, accept the fact first that we need help, and reach out. Reach out, all right. If if it's, if it's not in your local local congregation, there are other means and ways you can reach out. But reach out and let somebody know what is happening before it's too late, and that's the truth. Before it's yeah, too late.
1: But um, Andre, yes. yeah, Wayne here. Uh, my question is um, don't you believe that if mental health challenges were to be destigmatized, then more pastors would be willing to to uh, to reach out for the help that you're suggesting? Because I think one of the main deterrents for pastors reaching out is the stigmatization. I mean, if mental health uh, mental health
2: challenges, you're mad. All right. Right I understand and that is definitely a part of it. Uh, it could be a culture. it's, it's really a mm-hmm. culture that has been developed and an unhealthy culture that is mm-hmm. and we've lost so many persons who have been subdued under the culture that hey do not speak. Uh, you know, if you talk about any sign of mental health issues, you know they will shun you, they won't mm-hmm. they won't respect you anymore. And this has, mm-hmm. unfortunately, seeped into the church, into the pew. You know, it unfortunately has seeped in and, and has ravaged many lives. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the thing about it. You know, pastors, though they are sucked into the culture, the very culture, that's saying, you know what, me not going to talk because I would not gonna think. But isn't that where it all started? This wrong perception of it from day one, mm-hmm. right? And because you've been sucked into the wrong perception, and then you just you just hide it, you've hid it, you've hid it for many years, until you know it becomes detrimental. And so yes, this stigmatization is what, what is con- what is causing the real issue, and it needs to yes. be
0: removed. And I think that uh, I like the fact that you spoke about preaching a sermon the other day because that would be one of my suggestions in terms of destigmatizing this mental health, uh, um, stig- uh, mental health concern or challenges that people might have and how they think about it or perceive it. That more pastors can preach from the pulpit about this kind of reality that many persons are facing and talk about depression and anxiety and whatever other symptoms or realities that there are associated with mental health conditions and to talk about it and to encourage persons to seek the help that they need as well as to let them know that there is nothing wrong because life happens. There's nothing wrong with you. Life happens and it is important to find the root of this challenge and deal. With it, so that you can flourish and live the abundant life that Jesus promises to to all those who will
1: believe on His name.
2: I agree. I agree totally.
1: And so I question, want another way, another way of doing that. You know, instead of speaking about mental health in isolation, when you're speaking about health generally, you know, people need to get fit because uh, nowadays the buzzword buzzword is about lifestyle diseases. So we're not yes. talking about people need to get fit. You're not just talking about bodily getting fit bodily, but include mental fitness, a holistic fitness. That's true so too. You so you don't segmentalize mental health. you know the culture mental health thing, but one as, talk about as a
0: matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I have seen where some of the professionals suggest that uh, physical activity also contributes positively to your mental health status Mm -hmm. and so even in talking about mental health that would also be something that would come into play as well
1: Mm
0: -hmm. as we go down into our discussion i want to share some notes from an article that i read the article was written by ed stetzer and the title of the article it was published in christianity today the title of the article was uh, or is four important reminders for pastors dealing with mental health issues and this article was actually written in january of this year and the first thing that the that he says is Interestingly he says pastoral balance is a myth but seasons without balance almost always destroy pastoral balance is a myth but seasons without balance almost always destroy so of course when i saw this i was like really what is he saying no and when i continued to read the article i encourage persons to read the article for themselves i agreed because I have experienced this as a pastor where he says nobody plans for four different funerals in a week there are times in my own in their periods as a pastor where every week we have a funeral or two and these are members of the congregation you didn't plan for it but it just happens and so this is a part of your calling and giving ministry to others so there are times when you know you you will have to drop some things, attend to some things, and all of that. But at the same time, because those are what I would call urgent matters, so to speak. But it should not be to the detriment of your own well-being, so to speak. And so there are just times when we are pulled in different directions at, at a higher level than other times. But it does not say that we shouldn't seek to to be balanced in other ways. Mm-hmm. And then, secondly, in this article, he says pastoral burnout, flame outs, washouts, or walkouts are all important realities. So, by burnout, he means that person who says, I just can't take it anymore, and they step away for a little bit with the intention to come back. Mm-hmm. And the flame out, is that is the worst version of burnout. This is when they walk away, leave totally, never to return. And this is also similar to the walkout, where you decide, or at least the walkout is a little bit more drastic. This is where you decide that ministry is no longer for me. I am just, leave, I'm going to give my attention to something else. Ministry is no longer for me. So they said that this, these are all important realities that we have to give attention to. And the third thing, remember, these are reminders to pastors who are facing health, uh, mental health challenges. Number three, he says, finding help is harder when you are a pastor. So this is what he recommends. He says, you know, sometimes persons don't pastors they don't reach out for help when they know that they need it. But And sometimes it's because they think that they might not be spiritual enough to make it without help and, you know, that kind of thing. But if you need the help, go and get the help. And, And then the fourth and final thing that this author said, this Ed Stetzer, he says, mental health issues and mental illness are realities for pastors. And he gave a little statistics that approximately one out of four pastors struggle with mental illness. So chances are <laughs> if there are 10 persons 10 pastors in the room then two out of the 10 at least
1: um, would
0: be suffering from some form of mental illness. So this is a real challenge that we have to we really need to open up the discussion about and to encourage pastors to take care of themselves.
1: Indeed indeed eh? I agree.
0: Are there any final words? From you, Andre, and then
2: Wayne. Okay. All right. I, I definitely would want to say that help is there. Help is there. And I'm removing, removing the, the false notion that there's no help for you as a pastor. Remove the false notion that you always have to be the one to help and there's no help for you, all right? right? I want to encourage, I want to encourage also, because delegation, I believe, is also very important. Now, you as a pastor, though you're the shepherd leading, it doesn't mean that you should be doing every single thing. Delegation is critical, It's very critical. And however your church structure is set up, deacons, uh, the council, whatever it is, Delegate authority, delegate it, and that I believe this is part of why there are so many burnouts. There, there are so many issues that is happening because pastors are failing to delegate how they should delegate, and in return, they get burnout and then suffer for that, and their families are affected. The congregation is affected. All right. So my final words definitely is. Seek the help, pastors, ministers. Seek the help because help is there.
0: Amen. And you know, before before Wayne speaks, thank you so much for that, Andre. There are some pastors who actually hold on to the office till they're 89 and 90 and 96. They hold on tightly to the office and, and sometimes when they are forced to retire, they they get even more depressed, and I think that that too is a mental health challenge because you feel that you can't do without the position, as if this is what is this is what is keeping your life. And this behavior as well stifles the giftings of others within their congregation sometimes. So there are so many facets, I think, to, to this um, mental health thing because as we were talking about what mental health really is, you know the way we think and how we operate, those are, those are also um, those are things that affect or are affected by our mental health, how we handle stress, how we deal with conflict, how we handle our relationships, our social well-being, psychological, emotional, and all of that. So, you know, we, we really, there are some pastors who, who add to this, the mental stress of their congregants and those who are victims, but we're not talking about the latest tonight. We're talking about those in the pulpit. <laughs> all right. All
1: right. Wayne, your final words. Oh, yeah. Yes, Reverend Tashi, I would say that the first thing that a pastor or pastors need to do is acknowledge that they're human like everybody else. They're mm-hmm. humans saved by grace just like everybody else. Uh they need to talk about mental health just as though they talk about other forms of health. They need to acknowledge that having mental health challenges is not doesn't make them weak doesn't mean that they're not saved and sanctified but mental health issues can stem from many factors it could be biological, it could be trauma or abuse it could be a family history um, that causes our mental health problems. So acknowledge that you're a human being uh, destigmatize the, the issue in your um, in your church, in your denomination encourage your denomination to set up Either within the denomination or externally, counselors, some um, clinical psychologists, professionals that if you have an issue, you can go and, and see them. And pastors should avail themselves of these services. It's better to go there, seek the help, get the help because you can recover. You can recover. Many people think that once you have a mental health challenge, you'll always have a mental health challenge. It's not true. You can recover. And you don't have to even go on medication. Some people the more severe cases may need medication, but it's not all cases. So you just need to seek the help. Acknowledge your humanity, seek the help, avail yourself of the help, and help to destigmatize the subject so that others will also seek help when they need it.
0: All right, thank you so much for that, Wayne. And as we come closer to the end of our show, the end of our talk, I want to add to the discussion as it relates to the mental health concerns for pastors, that I would say that pastors need friendships. There are so many pastors who do not have friends, just friends that they can talk with, be themselves around and share their heart with. So I believe that pastors need friendships, they need hobbies and they need rest. You know, and as it relates to hobbies, sometimes when pastors are in ministry, they're just in ministry. They no longer Maybe they had a favorite sport or maybe going fishing or playing football or something like that. But the fact is, hobbies are important and pastors should not neglect that. They should really make time for that if they want to take care of their mental health. Now, I would share with you six keys for pastors in maintaining mental health. And this is from Michael Cooper of Lifeway Pastors. He posits six keys for pastors in maintaining mental health. And this is what he says. Number one, maintain your walk with Christ. Maintain your walk with Christ. Unfortunately, there are some pastors who are in the pulpit, but they have not been maintaining their walk with Christ. So this is very important. Secondly, he says, become active physically active move move around take a walk in this pandemic don't just stay in the house or just drive to your office you know get up from behind your desk sometimes and get some activity physical activity in your life thirdly he says talk it out it is important for pastors to open up to others about their about their own struggles and problems and to seek professional counseling if that is what is needed. There is nothing wrong with needing help in this regard or seeking to get professional counseling. This is also important. And fourthly, he says, say no. We don't have to attend every event. We don't have to take on every speaking engagement and we don't have to serve on every committee. We should learn to say no, particularly if it is not aligned to our calling, if it is not aligned to our purpose as we believe God would have it. Then we really can say no to some of these things. Fifthly, take a Sabbath rest. And I think the principle here is important, that there must be a day when you are resting. And sixthly, as I mentioned before, you know, Michael Cooper says, find a hobby, find a hobby, find a hobby. And I think I will say that again, find a hobby. So, as we close, this is the end of our show. I leave with you John chapter 16. Very interesting, verse 33, where Jesus says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Life is full of so many things that will cause us to be pressured. But you know, the Lord offers his shalom to us and if it is that persons are feeling anxious maybe you have periods of prolonged sadness or depression discouragement you might be on the verge of burnout or perhaps the way you feel you know that something is not right but you can't quite name it yet i encourage you to self-examine reflect pray but when you get up from off your knees Seek the help of someone who is gifted in the area of counseling those who have mental health challenges. That's our talk for today. I wish we had more time. We actually went over time. But thank you so much to my co-host Wayne and our special guest Andre for stopping by. Have you been blessed? I know I have been blessed. If you want to be on the RevTC Views mailing list, please send us an email at R-E-V-T-C-V-I-E-W-S. That's Rev. TC Views at gmail.com you will be kept in the know for live shows and other events that are coming up and you can also follow the rev tc views podcast so you get notifications whenever there's a new episode thank you for keeping me company see you next week same time same place i'm your host reverend tashi campbell